Hello and welcome to another podcast. It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock in the morning. I've got two hours because I like to get these on at eight o'clock because a lot of you, would you believe, you wait for these episodes to come on. How about that? (laughs) So I've got two hours, which is okay. No problem. 13 degrees centigrade, which is 55.4 Fahrenheit, apparently. 99% humidity. I don't understand this humidity business. Why is it 99%? Clear blue sky, sun is shining, no rain at all yesterday or in the night. 99%. If it's 100% humidity, are we underwater? Is that how it works? Well, no, obviously not. So why is it 99%? I must look into that. 10, 20 millibars on the barometer and the flag, that's what I like to see. The flag is doing absolutely nothing. The cherry tree out there isn't moving. There's not a breath of wind. Before I go any further, Shelley. Hello, Shelley from Ontario. Lovely to hear from you. And I'm glad you like the podcast episodes. You listen on your way to work, apparently, in your car. Was it in your car? I know you commute. Anyway, this is what you wake up to in the morning, Shelley. And that's what I like as well. Birdsong. Listen to this. And now something from Brent in, where's Brent? Pennsylvania. Brent sent me a video of a tree which was absolutely full of starlings. (laughs) Obviously, I can't show you the video, but listen to these starlings. Do you know, we have starlings sometimes. They come in, is it a flock of starlings? More like a gang of starlings. They just descend on the garden. Hundreds of them, millions. Well, quite a few anyway. This is Brent's recording of his early morning starlings. Talking of birds, when I was young, I used to try and bunk off school by pretending I was ill. Now, it very rarely worked because my mother saw through what I was doing. I'd stay in bed and she'd come into the bedroom and say, come on, hurry up, it's nearly time. You've got to get up, wash, dress, have breakfast. Oh, oh, my my tummy hurts. Oh, I don't feel very good. You'll be all right once you get to school. Come on. So I'd stay in bed. Oh, oh, I feel bad. And all this nonsense. You know, I felt perfectly all right. Sometimes I got away with it. She'd say, oh, well, you better stay there then. So I'd stay in bed. Yes, result. And I'd look out of the window watching the birds. Now, there were many, many more birds then than there are now. I don't know what's happened. Well, it's lack of insects, isn't it? We don't have the hedgerows, the woodland. We just don't have any of their natural habitat. We're nowhere near as much as we did then. And I used to count the birds. And I had to wait till nine o'clock and I'd count the birds in the sky. Then come nine o'clock, I'd get out of bed and say, oh, I'm feeling a little bit better. I might sit in the garden. You know, it's summertime. And she said, oh, all right, then, all right. She knew I was faking the whole thing. There was one morning she wouldn't have it. You're going to school. I got dressed. I had to have breakfast. I went out into the street. I knew she was watching from the window. So I'm leaning on this wall, the neighbor's wall, as I'm sort of trying to drag myself along as if I'm in severe pain and about to pass out. She took no notice whatsoever. So once I was out of sight... I just walked briskly to school. (laughs) I'd failed on that occasion. I think for next Sunday's episode, I might talk about housing, uh, big houses that we used to have 
in the UK here, in my hometown, there were some huge houses. And now, of course, most of them have been replaced with blocks of flats. And when I say most of them, I mean most of them. We had several roads full of big houses. I don't mean four bedroom, five bedroom. I mean big, like eight bedroom and more. There was one house. There's a plot of land. It's the size of a football pitch, honestly. And there's a huge block of flats on it now. Two blocks of flats, in fact. That plot of land is one whole block. You know, there's a, there are four roads, one each side of the square. That used to be one house in the middle, one massive house with its huge garden. Well, grounds. It wasn't a garden, it was grounds. And I do remember it vaguely when I was young. It's not far from the centre of town. It's awful. It's a horrible big block of flats. It looks dreadful now. I hate it. But this huge house was there. Now, the trouble is, who wants a big house like that with all the grounds in the middle of town? People don't anymore. All along the seafront here, blocks of flats, they were big houses. The thing is, going back to the... Well, I'm not talking about the 50s now. I'm going back even further. Probably late 1800s. I don't know. You'd have a family mum and dad, perhaps four children, you'd have a nanny, you'd have a cook, you'd have a butler and all this stuff, all these people everywhere. They had to live there. And that's what the big houses were all about. Of course, us not. Us commoners, we had to live in terraced houses. There are a lot of terraced houses around. And they're okay, they're fine. Three-bedroom terraced house, a nice garden, a nice front garden. It's a nice community. But with the blocks of flats, what do you call them in America? They're apartments, aren't they? Not flats, they're apartments, aren't they? Anyway, I'm going to go on about that on Sunday, amongst many other things, as you obviously know. <laughs> All sorts of digressing and going off on tangents and things like that. If you have any comments or suggestions or noises... Oh, yes, by the way, uh, where is it? Duncan, thank you for your mp3 your contribution your audio clip i can't play that for obvious reasons if that's what you wake up to in the morning well okay moving on swiftly <laughs> thank you duncan raise rants at protonmail.com be great to hear from you and i shall leave you with ian's contribution i've got a better recording now of ian's sheep his mint saucians take care bye-bye for now